Hey friends, it's Jocelyn at jamminwithjocelyn.com, your certified life and leadership coach helping you to live authentically and lead with authenticity. You're listening to the Jammin' with Jocelyn podcast, the show for people who want to be inspired and live life with more joy and awareness. I love diving into nuanced and paradoxical topics through deep, soulful, and fun conversations. I believe that the more we talk about complex issues and hold space to listen actively, we'll deepen our self-awareness and compassion for others. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey friends, welcome to another episode here on the Jam with Jocelyn podcast. And today we are doing a solo sode talking about accepting and loving your authentic self, or some people call it your true self. So let's dive in into this concept of what it means to accept and love your authentic self. So when I say authentic self, I define it as your ego and your true self combined together in this human form. Your true self, you could call it your intuition, your soul, your wisest self, your inner wisdom, your inner light, etc. Now let's talk about why and the importance of accepting and loving your authentic self. Well, when you fully accept and love your authentic self, the light within you will shine brighter and you'll feel the freedom and joy of being you. And the result of this is that it positively impacts you and those around you. I mean, people will be inspired by you showing up as your authentic self and will start wanting that for themselves as well. Now, you probably might be wondering, what does it mean to accept and love your authentic self? Isn't it just talking about self-love? Well, kind of like that. What I mean by accepting and loving your authentic self is accepting both parts of you that are the ego and your authentic self. Okay, so you're probably like, what are you talking about? Let's unpack and break that statement down. And I'll try my best to keep it short and simple. So let's start with your authentic self. Your authentic self is your soul that came into this lifetime with a bright light here on earth. Your soul is a beacon of light that's emanating energy. And as you grew and experienced more of this life here on earth, a second part of you emerged, which is your ego. And this is the part of you that has been shaped by your experiences, your upbringing and conditioning by culture, society, gender, racial, and familial. Accepting this part of you, the ego, requires you to see and view your ego without judgment and shame. So both of these parts, your authentic self and your ego, make up who you are in this human form. Okay, now let's talk about how and where do you begin with accepting and loving your authentic self. Well, I'm going to be talking about four things and not necessarily in the order that you should do them, but just four ways of how you can begin with accepting and loving your authentic self. The first one, which I am so guilty of and still work through this, is stop comparing yourself to others. I like to call this uh, subconscious human habit tendency, the compare and despair doom. And the reason why I'm calling this out is because it's such a prevalent tendency for all us to do that we need to recognize, and I want you to recognize, is that you 
have your own journey and you are uniquely designed and there is no one else like you. And that is why we need you to show up as your authentic self by accepting and loving your authentic self. Now, I am calling this human habit tendency out not to shame ourselves or to judge ourselves, but to bring awareness of this uh, subconscious human habit and tendency to do. Now, the second thing that we can do to begin with accepting and loving our authentic selves is doing the inner work of healing. Now, there is a really uh, famous author, he goes by the name of Young Pueblo. He writes the book of Clarity and Connection and Lighter, and he talks a lot about the healing journey. So I really recommend if you haven't read his book or followed him on Instagram to go and read his work. So what are the things that are involved with the inner work of healing that we can do to help us step into this practice of accepting and loving our authentic selves? Well, it's healing from trauma, healing from the societal, cultural, gender, religious, racial conditioning of narratives and beliefs that either haven't served you, that have limited you or harmed you emotionally or psychologically. Here's an example from my life. I recognize in my cultural conditioning, in my culture, there was cultural conditioning and gender conditioning of how I should be as an Asian American woman, that I should be meek, I should be quiet, and I should not show up with my voice in this way on this podcast. Well, releasing from that conditioning of how I should be is part of, was part of my inner work of healing. And I call these shoulds, I call them shitty shoulds. And I like to see it as don't let all these shitty shoulds, whether that's from societal, cultural, gender, religious, racial, to not let it stick. Don't let all the shitty shoulds stick, but rather letting those shitty shoulds slide right off of you. You can just have awareness, recognize it, but not let it stick to you. So that is my example from my own life of my own journey of healing from those conditioning from specifically my culture. Another aspect of doing the inner work of healing is healing from the past experiences that have shaped your ego. We can release the hold of what these experiences have created within us, whether it's created how we feel about ourselves, how we see the world around us, or how we engage with people, etc. We can honor these experiences, these past experiences, without judgment because these experiences have shaped who we are. But what we can do now is consciously choose what we take with us from these experiences moving forward and what we can let go of. Like if it doesn't serve you, then we can let go of it. All right, the third thing we can do to begin accepting and loving our authentic selves is to practice self-awareness and self-compassion for your egoic self and that inner critic that's within your egoic self. So instead of battling your inner critic and your egoic self is instead work with this part of you with lots of self-compassion and self-awareness. It would kind of sound like this. Oh, I notice that my inner critic 
or my egoic self wants attention and is wanting me to feel bad about myself and just giving yourself a lot of compassion in that space when you have awareness of your egoic self and your inner critic just wanting to have a say about anything and everything. That's in my case. But believe it or not, there is a place for your egoic self and in your inner critic. Now, I don't know what that would be for you because it's a different reason for each person. But for me, the place that my egoic self and inner critic has within me is they are there to protect me and to keep me safe. Now, the fourth thing that we can do to enter into accepting and loving our authentic self is by practicing tuning in to your soul or your intuition, that still small voice, sensation, or feeling within you. Now, if you haven't listened to uh, the episode a while back ago called The Magic of Our Intuition with Sarah Noble, I highly encourage you to re-listen to that episode where we talk about the magic of your intuition. Now, some refer to this concept of your soul, your intuition, that's still small voice, as God within, some call it source within, inner wisdom, your wisest self, you're connected to universe, whatever you want to call it, it's the part of you that is your beacon of light. All right, let's go into metaphor time with that, shall we? So, beacon of light. Imagine we all have a lighthouse within. And you know within a lighthouse at the very top is a light that shines all the time. So imagine that within each of us is a lighthouse with a light that has been shining the whole time. Now when you were born, the ocean air was clear and crisp and we can feel feel and sense that beacon of light shining. And as we got older, experiences, trauma, conditioning created this dense fog around the lighthouse and the light was harder for us to sense and feel, but the light was always there and was always shining to guide us and show us the way forward and the path for each of us. But it's been hard to sense that light and trust it because it's so foggy and it's hard to trust whether that light is from the lighthouse or not. So Tuning into the light means choosing to trust that smidge of light that you sense within the dense fog. And you know what happens? Every time you trust that smidge of light, that dense fog begins to slowly dissipate. And also, as you do the inner work of healing, this also dissipates the dense fog so that you can see and sense your light from your lighthouse within more clearly. Okay. I hope everyone followed me with that metaphor. I just love metaphors. All right, as we come to an end, let's go back to the why. Why accept and love your authentic self? Well, when you fully accept and love your authentic self, your light within you will shine brighter and you'll feel the freedom and joy of being you. And the result of this is that it positively impacts you and those around you. Because when you show up as your authentic self, it shows others that they can give themselves permission to be their authentic selves too. So allow yourself to accept and love yourself. This is the best gift you can give yourself. So friends, allow yourself to be fully you, to 
accept and love your authentic self and show up as your authentic self. Alrighty, let's talk about the takeaways from today's episode topic. One, when you fully accept and love your authentic self, the light within you will shine brighter. You'll feel the freedom and joy of being you, and the result of this is that it positively impacts you and those around you. Two, accepting and loving your authentic self means accepting both parts of you that are the ego and your authentic self. Three, Four things you can do to begin accepting and loving your authentic self are 1. Stop comparing yourself to others and release from the compare and despair tendency. 2. Do the inner work of healing. 3. Practice self-awareness and self-compassion for your egoic self and inner critic. And 4. Practice the muscle of tuning in to your soul and your intuition. And here are three coaching questions to help you reflect on today's topic of accepting and loving your authentic self. One. What is one thing that you can accept and love about your authentic self? Two, what kind of person would you be if you fully accepted and loved your authentic self? And three, what step can you take toward accepting and loving your authentic self? Alrighty, friends, if you enjoyed listening to this episode, I'd be so grateful if you would leave a rating or a review to let others know about this podcast. Once again, thanks for listening in, and I can't wait to jam with you next time. Bye, y'all.